Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hi, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all, season eight, episode 181. I'm Adam Walker. And I'm Sanjay Parak. And as uh, was true two episodes ago, this episode is brought to you by Together Letters because that's what we want it to be brought to you by because we control both. So if you want to stay connected <laughs> to people via email and not be bogged down on social because everybody's leaving social anyway, right? If you want to get off social, social stay connected. is so 1990s. I'm saying it's it's early 2000s. I mean, come on, let's get beyond yeah. social. Let's get back to email. Email's where it's at. Check out Together Letters. It'll keep you connected. Togetherletters.com. We would love that. All right. With that said, I say this every week. We got a lot of really good articles. And I think we've got five weird and wacky, which is just crazy, plus some some weird and wacky tech wrecks. So let's just dive right in. Supreme Court sides with Google in long-running copyright dispute over the coding in its Android operating system. And I have been waiting to ask you your opinion on this, Sanjay, because I'm, I'm not, I don't know what I think. So tell me what you, give us the background and then tell me what you think. Yeah, so the, the background is this is a, I think it's a 10 plus year running lawsuit. Um, and it stems from when Oracle bought Sun Microsystems, mm -hmm. which is a name you don't hear often anymore because they don't mm -hmm. exist anymore. But Sun was the one, were the ones that started Java, which right. we all, all know, right? The Java language and kind of not really an operating system, but the, the virtual machines and all that. So Android is based on part Java. Right. And About there's 12,000 lines of code, right? 12,000 lines of code that were copied directly over. And Google the whole time claimed fair use because it was an open source operating system or, or virtual uh, environment uh, that Sun released. And Oracle said once they bought Sun, like, no, no, that's not okay. You're just copying our stuff and sued them. And so this has been working its way up the course all the way up to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court sided with Google saying, like, no, this is fair use. It is uh, totally legit for what they did. Uh, you know, these are two big bohemas, so uh, you kind of feel good and bad about either one of them winning or losing. But right. I think this decision is a good thing for innovation and technology. Yeah. Um, it says like, look, innovation is a good thing. You're allowed to innovate based on uh, technologies that other people release and not be held hostage years into the future when they realize that you're making a lot of money based on the technology that you built and released that right. you didn't conceive of in the first place. And, right. and now you just want to take a chunk of that money. Right. right. They it, were asking for like two or three billion dollars. Yeah. And, and if they released it open source, I mean, isn't that kind of the point of open source it's fair yeah. use you can grab it and use it and do what you need to do exactly so there there was a real concern about this unringing the bell of open source because then you're now perpetually worried like if i build something based on what is right now i consider open source is somebody going to come back and sue me you know 10 years in the future mm -hmm. and my entire business collapses because of that mm -hmm. um so i think uh, the supreme court made the right call on this um, and that's that's a good thing. Uh, another thing that the Supreme Court decided on, they vacated a lower court decision on Trump blocking Twitter followers. Um, this one is kind of a weird one. So there was a lawsuit because uh, then President Trump was blocking people. And the claim was this was infringing on their on these individuals rights to access information um, and their own First Amendment rights. And the Supreme Court basically did a punt on this because they said like, well, 
Trump's no longer president, so this lawsuit is moot. So we're not going to decide anything. We're done. It's kind of a dumb premise anyway, because it's not like his account was private in any capacity. So anybody could just log on to Twitter, not logged in and see what he was tweeting anyway. So yeah, how are you limited I think it access? was, yeah, it, it is a weird thing. Right. And it, yeah, I, I don't get it, but that is a, a technology oriented solution yeah. to people that are maybe not technology oriented. Yeah, um, fair. And I think that's fair. I'm sure part of it was this lawsuit was to to try to spank somebody, um, yeah. even yeah. if there was like no real reason to do it. So yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. totally. Well, some more on Twitter. Uh, Twitter won't allow National Archives re- to revive at real Donald Trump. So I think the story here is National Archives wanted to to basically catalog it, right? Uh, and and Twitter's like, no, that's not on our platform in any capacity ever again. It's done. It's gone. Right. Yeah. So their, their argument is because they've basically deplatformed uh, uh, Donald Trump um, that uh, they are not going to revive any of those tweets. Um, it's a little bit of a challenge here because uh, the National Archives are by law required to archive all of the things that a president writes and does and, and all that stuff for posterity for the future. Right. Um, and so, you know, they're still trying to collect as much as they can because they have a lot of it because they were required to do this from the beginning of, of, uh, president Trump's, um, uh, administration. So I think they have a lot of it, but you know, I'm sure there's probably gaps and, and and holes in there. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know that I agree with this decision. I, I feel like this decision is being made by by Twitter to protect themselves from any kind of bad look in the mm. future yeah. of people saying yeah. like, Oh, look what Twitter let this person do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's true. But I, I think the other side of it is, is that this kind of stuff needs to be around. Like, like, can you imagine if uh, George Washington had a Twitter account, like the mining of that information today would be so valuable to understand really kind of on a, a minute basis what was going on in the country at that yeah, time. It would tell us so much. That's true. Um, and so, mm. you know, this decision I think is preventing people in the future, like maybe not right now, like there's probably, you know, academics doing studies right now too on right, all of this right, stuff right. that happened. But, yeah. but think about people 50 or a hundred or 200 years from now trying to look back and understand how we got to where we got to, uh, mm-hmm. and not having access to this stuff. So yeah, I uh, don't necessarily really like that. Something that Twitter may or may not like, um, is that they held discussions, uh, to buy clubhouse for $4 billion. It did not happen. And it's funny. I was thinking about this. What, what do you think about this? I, I cannot imagine clubhouse being worth $4 billion. It, there's just no possible way that it's worth that kind of money. It doesn't have the user base. It doesn't have the the level of engagement. I mean, all of the metrics that you look at for a social network to matter, like it's on the rise for sure. But I feel like they're taking a value. They're give, like it's getting a valuation today that it should have years from now. Not yeah. it's it's just crazy to me. Yeah, I mean the valuation right now is based on the promise, not on the not on the facts of Correct. today. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this because I, I'd seen a list recently about small teams and how they created large values over time. You know, one of the classic cases is Instagram. 
Uh, I think that was a, a year or a couple of years. I think there was 15 people right. and they exited for uh, a little over a billion dollars to Facebook. And thinking about that and comparing it to Clubhouse, I, I think it's a very different story there, right? Because Instagram is a very uh, you do on your own time, personal yes. type of thing. Correct. Whereas Clubhouse is like, it's only valuable if you're there at the same time as other people. Exactly. And you've got to kind of time that. I think yep. it's interesting and useful right now where a lot of people are and continue to be inside in their own homes and not right. interacting with people. But I think long term, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like it's that valuable and I don't think it takes off. I think Twitter is probably better off building their own thing mm -hmm. and there are one-off cases where it's useful. Right. Um, same thing with discord. But I think the, the vast majority of us do want to see each other in person. Yep. And if, if you do, can't do it in person, more likely you're going to do it on zoom than you are on an audio only platform. I yeah. think. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's been my problem with, and I think I've talked about it on this 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 show before. I mean, I, Clubhouse is interesting, but I do I don't possess the amount of free time it takes to really <laughs> engage and grow on the platform. It just it's hours and hours and hours every day, yeah. and I don't have it. And what that means is there are going to be huge sections of the population that don't have that kind of time. Right. Other social right. platforms, to your point, are quick. They're in, they're out. Or you can yep. pre-plan them a little bit. There, there's 30 seconds of your day here. It's two minutes of your day there. Clubhouse is not that at all. It is 15 minutes to m multiple hours of your day just to yep. really engage. And most people don't have... I mean, the only people... The, the people that I know that are on there are all influencers or entrepreneurs <laughs> that own their own time or don't have a bunch of kids or... or I just... I don't see a lot of you know, working a couple of jobs, dads on clubhouse. And maybe that's a short sighted statement, but that's, that's what I've seen uh, though. Yeah. I will confess my view has been somewhat limited so far. So, anyway. yeah. So it, it basically what we're saying is it's a very small bubble echo chamber. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be really hard for a service and, and not even just a clubhouse, but any audio only service where real time value mm -hmm. is real time and yeah. multiple people chatting in the same yeah time um so yeah, yeah i i don't know maybe we're wrong though like we'll see we'll see yeah so listen speaking if you pitched of, 140 character twitter to us maybe we would have said that was dumb too in the beginning so it's possible too listen speaking of a bubble that is bursting uh twitch will act on quote serious offenses that happen off platform now this is fascinating because there are yep. these micro influencers, these, these, what we would call like semi-famous people that are on Twitch that have hundreds of thousands <laughs> of followers that you and I would not know their names, but they've got hundreds of thousands yep. of followers and they misbehave on other platforms or in real life where they're accused of various things and it comes out that yes, in fact, some of those things are true. And Twitch has updated their terms and conditions or their policies to say, hey, if you misbehave somewhere else, we're not going to let you influence people on our platform anymore, even if the offense had nothing to do with our platform, which is yeah. really, really fascinating. And I think more social platforms are going to follow suit because they hold some degree of responsibility for yeah. influencers and how they affect the rest of their users. Yeah. I wonder how much of this is driven by the fact that none of these platforms want to be a part of a Saturday night live skit where they're being made fun of because I think just this last weekend or the weekend before there was the one guy that, that basically got deplatformed 
Um, yeah. On oh, YouTube yeah. They made fun of all- the apology video, and then he had an apology video, and right. an apology video, and then he's like, and yeah. "If you like this apology video, please see my other apology video. Subscribe <laughs> to my other uh, apology videos." <laughs> it was like called Prank Posse or something yeah, on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, I'm sure all of them are like, "Oh, we don't want to be a part of mm-hmm. that." No. Um, mm-hmm. So I wonder how much is driven by that versus doing the. I'm hoping that it's more doing the right thing versus the not being a part of. I think of they're probably Live. trying to avoid some lawsuits. Honestly, I think they just. I think. I think it's like look, yeah. let's get the bad players off the platform because there's plenty of good players out there. There's plenty of good yep. good influence out there. Let's get the bad ones off the platform. They can go find something else. They can go you know do whatever else. We don't need to deal with them. Yeah. So. But this is this is a pretty big flex though because. Now they're saying like anything that you do anywhere there, it's almost like it's, it's a government at, yeah. at this point, right? We're like watching the you. IRS, like any, anywhere you earn money, we want a piece of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now Twitch is, is going to say the same thing. Uh, somebody else that's trying to earn some money. Tom Brady is launching an NFT company. Uh, yeah, little, you heard that right. A bunch of words that don't really make sense together, and and there you have it. I well, listen. Here's how. Here is how the. I, actually, I disagree with you. I think this is a brilliant move by whoever really? actually started this NFT company. Because here's the thing, right? So it, the the most likely NFTs to have value over time are going to be sports related. I think because the the artist stuff is is, yeah. is so subjective. But the but the sports plays and the clips and the things like that. There's super fans out there. There's people that are going to want to own that. I think that's all brilliant. Tom Brady being likely the the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. It, it, him having his name attached to anything is going to make a huge impact. My guess is he got looped into this and basically they said, "Hey, look, you do nothing. We're going to grow this thing. You're going to make a ton of money. We're going to put your name on it, and we're going and we're going to sell a bunch yeah. of NFTs that you are featured in. It's a win all across the board. The problem is." I think the NFT bubble may have already burst. I mean, it's already down yeah. like 40% from its peak. And we've only been talking about this thing for three or four weeks now. So yeah. I, I'm just not, yeah. I, th- I think long-term there might be, it's gonna, I think it's going to be like Bitcoin. I think it's going to go crazy for a little while. And then yeah. long-term it's going to stable out and there, there's going to be some degree of value, but it's going to be a slow grow, I think. This feels like Tom Brady's retirement plan for when he's, uh, you know, out of football, but Here's the problem that I've got. So the the whole buying and selling of video clips doesn't really make sense to me because you don't actually own them. So if I could buy a video clip Mm -hmm. of Tom Brady scoring the the winning touchdown, you know, throwing the winning touchdown um, for a Super Bowl, and now anytime anybody used that clip, I got paid. Right. That's different. That's different. I could see the value in, in investing in that NFT, yeah. right? As an asset that, that is income generating. Like the the kind of similar thing of that is there's a company, um, I think it's called Music Mills something, Music Mills Trust. This is basically a company that owns a bunch of rights to songs. Mm. So they've got this huge catalog and they earn money based on when those songs are played and then they return that money back to the shareholders. Like right. that makes right. sense to me as yeah. a thing, yeah. but having an NFT of a song that doesn't make any sense. It, yeah. Like I, I yeah, that's basically you're relying on there being another sucker after you. That's going to pay more for that thing than you did. That's right. Versus, Hey, this is an actual income generating thing 
and there's inherent value because of that. So somebody else will want to buy it based on just the income stream that it's creating. So that's right. And, and speaking of that, I, and I did not mean to preempt our next article, but I did, <laughs> which is the NFT bubble might be bursting already. And I went, I went ahead really quickly and clicked into this article just because I, I wanted to see, cause I, I think I quoted 40%. No, no, no. It's not 40%. It's down 70% from its high yep. point in February. So, I mean, it, it, like I said, I think it's just going to be an incredibly volatile thing for a long period of time. And then eventually it's going to bottom out and then it's going to maybe slow grow and maybe not. We'll, we'll see. That, that's my that's my theory on NFTs. You have any additional thoughts? Yeah, yeah no, I, that's exactly it. I think the winners here are going to be the people like Beeple that sold one mm -hmm. piece of art for $69 million. Mm -hmm. Like that's a, a clear winner. I, I, I'm hoping he's not keeping that money in crypto. Uh, that he at least took some of that out as yeah, cash. Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, take 10 million off the table and, and keep it in, in cash and you then know, keep the rest in crypto. The other winner is all of us because uh, SNL's song about NFTs was really hilarious. <laughs> so we are all winners yeah, in the NFT great. game only because of that. I'm, I'm just saying. That rap was epic. Uh, if you haven't heard that, listeners, the, the Saturday Night Live skit about NFTs absolutely 100% need to go listen to it. Pete Davidson did an excellent job uh, in that role. I, I absolutely love that. Mm -hmm. As you might have heard, Sanjay and I have a new project called Together Letters. So this episode is brought to you by Together Letters. The idea is simple. Everyone has email. No one wants to log in to another thing, but everyone wants to stay connected. Together Letters uses email to create a collaborative newsletter, keeping groups better connected. Sign up today at togetherletters.com. And now uh, somebody that is doing maybe great things. We'll see what happens. Best Buy is trying to take aim at Amazon Prime with its own membership program. So my only question to you, Adam, is are you going to be a Best Buy member? No, no. But yeah. I but I will say I, I'll say this. I don't think I would ever I don't think I would ever do it. But for some people, I see the value yeah. in it because here's what here's what they're offering. I, I pulled this up just to make sure we could cover it. Dedicated and exclusive concierge support, fast free shipping with no minimums, uh, member sale pricing. This is the big one for people that are not technical. Unlimited Geek Squad technical support on all technology in your home. Not only on stuff that's bought from Best Buy, but stuff that's actually not bought from Best Buy. They will help you support two-year warranty protection on most purchases and free in-home standard delivery and installation on most Best Buy purchases. So I think I think there's some value here for certain segments of the population. For me personally, I... I don't, I can't, I don't know why I would need Geek Squad. Typically I have you. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, I'm good. Yeah. Hey, anybody that has uh, me probably doesn't need this, but the, honestly, the, the Geek Squad bit of it, I saw that and I was like, yeah, that, that really actually yeah. would be worthwhile yeah. um, for a lot of folks, right? If you are not technical and you want to keep up, but you don't understand when you run into problems or whatever, um, having somebody that you can call like that. And honestly, I'm surprised that nobody has come out with a service like that for regular consumers, mm -hmm. yeah. um, a technical support, like big companies have it. Like you've got an IT helpline right. that you call yeah. when you've got a problem, right? Yeah. Why I think there's gotta be some small companies thing? that do that, but I've never heard of them. I mean, this is the first massive nationwide rollout I've yeah. seen or something like this. And I think it's really, really smart. I just don't want to purchase it personally. 
Yeah, I uh, I worry about a lot of things, and there's been issues in the past with people in Geek Squad as well. So, um, if you do use the service, just be aware. Be careful. Like, don't. Yeah, so, don't give them access to stuff that might be incriminating or or you don't want out in the world or anything. Speaking of uh, things I do not want to purchase, after decades <laughs> of failure, LG officially quits the smartphone market and. I listen, I re- okay. Listen, Sanjay. My first real job out of Georgia Tech was uh-huh. a singular wireless selling cell phones. And I'm just, yeah. just going to tell you right now, LG was the top of the line. I mean, it was the best. They had the color screen, really? the flip clamshell that was smaller than everybody else. Like they were like it was the jam, okay? It was like it was amazing. And I've LG, never owned an LG phone. I've they should have stopped there is all I'm trying to say. Like they, like they got to that point and they should have just stopped <laughs> right there and been all done. Cause it has been downhill ever since they just can't compete in the market. And honestly, I think this is a smart move. I, I don't know why they have continued as long as they have. So peak, peak innovation was <laughs> quite, a, quite a while ago. Clamsh- when clamshell phone is your peak innovation, at least in the phone game, it's time to move on. Thank you yep. for recognizing that the rest of us appreciate you. <laughs> talking about somebody else that um has decided it's time to move on uh yahoo answers will be shut down forever on may 4th so if you've got a question you better go get it answered real quick because there's not Quora. much time left because may the 4th is not with yahoo answers that's all i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah i like that that was good i wonder if they picked that just for the star wars jokes i don't know uh yeah yeah uh this is a good sign, actually, for Quora. Oh, I man, that's a great sign for Quora. Quora is the only other thing out there that's like that, right? And Quora's, I mean, continuing that to gain. That I know of, yeah. Yeah, it's continuing to gain influence. I mean, Quora's pretty great. So, But I will say and, it's, it's and shocking honestly, to me. It, Quora is not a, a dumpster fire like Yahoo Answers not, is. No. Like, there's so much garbage on Yahoo Answers. I don't know why, yeah. but Quora's done a really good job to have... It's actually thoughtful. It's thoughtful responses. Yeah, yeah I, t- I totally agree. All right. Well, speaking of thoughtful, Signal adds a payments feature with a privacy focus, privacy focused cryptocurrency. So, I'm so basically like this is the new way that everybody gets paid under the table. Is that like that's really all? Like I was reading this, and the only thing I'm thinking Wait, is, are you, so are you saying that's the only purpose of having cash in your wallet is to pay people under the table? No, there's there's legit uses of cash. Very much like you. My mind always goes to what's the criminal intent on this. Okay. Or what's the criminal use of this? And that, that's what that means. We should outlaw dollar bills because criminals can use them to hide stuff. That's true. I mean, they can't, the government can't track dollar bills. The government can't track money across signal. I guess guess that makes sense. Uh, Yeah. So I, they make this argument in their post of like, look, this is not just, Criminals already have ways to do this stuff. That's Criminals true. are already using things. So why not enable regular humans to be able to do things? Like true. it would be nice if you think about this. Like, so they're using this thing called mobile coin, which is privacy focused. Yep. I'm looking at this and thinking like, what if uh, I had this on my phone and you're traveling internationally and I could just pay somebody phone to phone with mobile coin right? I don't have to worry about the currency transaction. Like I've got dollars, you've got euros. How many dollars to your euros and how many, like, don't have to worry about any of that stuff, right? That's true. Settlement happens automatically, instantly using mobile coin, um, happens right on the phone, uh, privacy focus. So, you know, you don't have to worry about like, 
I mean, there's some transactions like you just might not want anybody to know about. Yeah, right? no, that's that's true. And there, there's one other thing about this article that I thought was interesting that I wanted to make sure I brought up. Did you know the CEO of Signal's name is Moxie Marlin Spike? Because like, that's just amazing. Like, yeah, I don't that, know who that's that not is. His- I love that name. I want to go follow him on every social platform. He must be the most interesting person in the world. That's all I'm trying to say. So, so it's, it's very interesting. His um, real name has not been known for a long time. That's not his real name. Um, His real name is Matthew Rosenfeld. He actually, it's in his um, Wikipedia article. So he got outed at some point, but I remember back in the day, he would be like, no, why do you need to know my real name? You don't need to know my real name. So he would just go by Moxie. But um, that's funny. The other thing I didn't know, because I was reading his Wikipedia article when we were, I was reading this article because I wanted to look some information up about him. Yeah. He's actually from Georgia. Did you what? know that? He's from central Georgia somewhere. Yeah. What? I love so, him. I love him even more. You know, the, the, there's a saying here, you know, Atlanta influences everything. It does. I think we can also say Georgia influences everything. Yeah. You're welcome for Signal. That's uh, it. Right from uh, here in our hometown in Georgia. Uh, talking about, uh, we talked about Clubhouse before, uh, but uh, we're going to talk about it again. They've now introduced Clubhouse payments. Uh, and what's interesting, so it's an interesting uh, release of this feature because I think it kind of foreshadows some of the things that we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the payments, first of all, they're limited to who uh, can get them, yep. right? So they're selecting people that can get them. They're not taking any cut on those payments. It's only the fee from Stripe and that's it. So you're making all of the money. What that means to me is they are starting to get concerned about mm-hmm. people continuing to use the platform mm-hmm. and yep. they're using this as a carrot to keep them on the platform because now you can earn money because why yep. would they not take a cut on this yep. to help fund what they're building? They tell right? like even if I it's mean, a half obviously a percent, they're, they're raising money. Yeah. They're raising yep. money at like ridiculous valuations and lots of money yep. and people are throwing money at it. So they don't need the money, but this sets a precedence that it's interesting because in the future, if now you go like, okay, now we're going to take 10% of your thing. Everybody's going to flip out oh, yeah, because be they're like, wait, now you're taking 10%. You were taking 0% and that's not okay yeah. um, because people don't like to lose money. Right? No. So no. it's really hard to make that change like that. So I don't know. I Maybe that's not really what this um, kind of forecasts and, and telegraphs, but it's what I, what it feels I, like I can me. see that is very likely where it's going. And, and I think you're right. I think it's an extra carrot for people to remain on the platform and remain engaged. Uh, but again, I mean, it's just a heavy lift to remain engaged on the platform. Yeah. I mean, I, I did, I tried and it's just, it's such a heavy lift. It's yeah. very difficult. So I, I haven't tried because they don't have it for Android. I mean, it's Android, soon, so I soon, can't, right? Soon. I can't even, Listen, speaking soon, of a yeah, heavy lifts, yeah. United parcel service, a fleet of new electronic aircraft is the quote foundation for reducing emissions. So, I mean, UPS, you know, cool. I like that. That's, this works, right? Hometown company right here in Atlanta. This yeah. is kind of neat, I think. Yeah. Electric aircrafts. I mean, yeah, let's let's do some of that. I mean, I'm all about um, it. It's, yeah. It's interesting. So many are, are starting to move. I think, uh, did we, we talked about the U.S. Postal Service that's got the new electric vehicles mm-hmm. that they're building yeah. out. We talked about that. UPS, I think, has some electric vehicles as yep. well. Mm-hmm. So, I, I like this. Transportation is one of the biggest emitters 
of of emission because yeah. that's what you do yeah. with emission you emit it um and so uh this is this is a good thing right and yeah. i think they're going to get to the point where they're using drones and i think in this article they said that their ro- drone uh fleet is actually revenue generating so they're actually using drones they've been licensed to use drones by the uh, faa and so they're making money yeah that's right there you go Talking about somebody else who's about to make some money. Hummer's new electric SUV can drive diagonally with 300 miles of range and a $110,000 price tag. We talked about this vehicle previously on back on episode 158. And if we were fancy, you'd probably hear some and hear what we said back then. Mm-hmm. But you're just going to have to go listen to episode 158 instead. Um, the video of this thing is kind of awesome because so awesome. they have the diagonal crab crawl. Yeah. So the vehicle can at slow speeds go diagonally. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going down this alleyway in the video and there are these two obstructions, which it'd be hard to get around driving just regularly. Yeah. But the vehicle stops and it goes diagonally. Yeah, All four tires turn diagonally and it just goes like at a 45 degree angle. It's yeah. crazy looking. It's listen. Yeah. This thing looks so Cool. It's ridiculous. So just a couple of notes from this, from watching the video, right? Number one, if you charge it for 10 minutes, it'll go a hundred miles. That's just hundred miles. Insane. Number two, I mean, the ins- and, and that's because of the battery technology they used apparently. Oh yeah. Is yeah. what they said in the video. That's I right. I don't know any details. Yeah. The inside of this thing looks spectacular. The, the off-roading ability is amazing. It, it'll, it'll jack itself up like a whole another inch or inch and a half to go over off-road terrain. And you can take like the top panels of the roof off and stow them in the trunk and basically have like a, like a, like a topless sort of Jeep sort of thing. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. So yeah, it's also really expensive. I got to say, look, yeah, it it does look really cool. Um, And if I see these around, I'm not going to feel like annoyed at the driver's yeah. As much as I did with right. the old Hummers. Yeah, correct. Right. Yeah, they got totally. like three miles to the gallon. Yep. Uh, yep. This, I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like, hey, and the autonomous driving on okay. here looks, exactly. The autonomous drive on this thing looks really fantastic mm-hmm. as well. It'll do change lanes and everything on its own as well. Yeah. Although in the video, they did do this little caveat on certain roads, on, yeah. on supported roads. On supported roads. Little, I thought, like, what is a supported road for autonomous driving? Like, that's a little scary yeah, to me. Like, I was like, wait, is there, is this just like a three mile stretch outside of your uh, production facility? And that's yeah. it. That's the only supported that is road. The supported road. So, It'll have all the Hummers. They'll all be lined up to try their autonomous driving for those whole three miles. It'll, yeah. It'll just be so amazing. If, if you're going to buy one of these, I would make sure you find out what a supported road is. And if there's any near you before you buy this thing. Time for the weird and wacky segment. Abominable snowman. Oh, not an axe one of the TAs turned out to be a bot. All right, Sanjay, it's time for Weird and Wacky. The first one we're going to start off with is one that I know you're going to buy. It's the Fashion Mask is here. Will I Am launches high-tech face covering. I think he partnered with Honeywell on this, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's got Bluetooth yeah. headphones in it. It's got a HEPA filter. It, it, it charges? I guess you have to charge it because of the Bluetooth headphones. It looks really cool, and it costs, what, like 300 bucks, 200 bucks, something like that? Is that right? I Yeah, I no, yeah, two ninety nine. Yeah, it's I'm not a, gonna buy that. Yeah, but thanks for playing. But I'm not. I'm not buying one of those. So yeah, it's yeah. it's it's called the the super mask mm. with with an X X U P E R. Oh, okay. Super mask. Yeah. Because you know it's Will I Am, and I mean, you know yeah. he does things like that. That's what he does. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of fascinating, right? Like, yeah. But part of it is is that I hope that 
well, from a pandemic point of view, I hope we don't need these real soon. Yeah. But overall, in terms of emissions, we were just talking about that in the regular segments. I hope that air quality continues to get better because yeah. we have less and less emissions that hopefully you don't need these things. And, mm-hmm. and the only time you need these things is, you know, if you're doing something crazy. Yeah, um, yeah totally agree. But yeah, talking about doing something crazy, uh, facial recognition vending machine pizza. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, I didn't read this article, but so, are you going to go buy pizza with your face? Yeah. I mean, th- that's, that's the, that's the pitch, right? So it's, it's apparently it's gourmet pizza. It's a vending, it's a pizza vending machine, which we have talked about on the show before, and they are uh, becoming a big thing on college campuses. This one in particular though, has a facial recognition feature where you can store your payment method in the machine somehow and tie it to your face. So you just look at the machine, it gives you pizza and you pay with your face which now that I say that sounds really weird. So, uh, and also the two words that you said together there don't go next to each other, <laughs> gourmet and vending machine. Yeah. Like those, well, they don't and they do. Right. I mean, if I'm not, not mistaken, isn't there like a Ferrari vending machine somewhere in the world? Like I'm pretty sure there's some pretty crazy vending machines out there. I'm going to look that up. I'm pretty sure I read an article about there being a Ferrari vending machine. I'm not kidding. You look, you Google that and I'll introduce our next article. So, the next article, Google, speaking of Googling, was almost called or, or was almost going to be called the what box. So uh, this was a fascinating article, mainly because I didn't realize some of the previous names of Google or the fact that Google was actually uh, when they when they registered it, they actually misspelled it to spell it Google. and It was going to be called something else. But uh, in particular, the, the early name of Google was called Backrub, which just saying that out loud makes me feel just very unhappy all around like come on that's just a terrible <laughs> terrible it was yeah. a, that's a bad name in the 90s it's a really bad that's just not a good option and then it was going to be called the what box which i can get i kind of get though i can't imagine saying like I'm, oh go what box it like that just seems sort of weird and then they ended up landing on google but again they were going to spell it uh, was it g-o-o-g-o-l and they i think misspelled it or at least that's the theory or that's the that's the the whatever you know so what are your thoughts or urban legend urban that's the urban legend that's the urban legend so uh i mean i I don't know i don't do you have anything you want to say about that i mean there's not really thoughts on it i guess but what do you thought no yeah i mean look if if they'd stayed the the what box um it probably would have caught on too right like yeah hey just what box that yeah just what box that what box it it? yeah what box it because the the argument in the article was like uh that sounds it can sound like wet box and you might not know how to spell it well nobody knew how to spell google before either because this is misspelling yeah but everybody knows how to spell it now it's yeah. not like it's you google. have to spell it out for people oh go to google it's a g-o-o-g-l-e <laughs> dot com i wonder Make when sure the last you get the dot com on that. there yeah when's the last yeah. time somebody said that like go to google let me spell that for you i don't know <laughs> <laughs> at Google, G O G G. Yeah, like that doesn't that doesn't happen. Uh, talking about something that does happen though, uh, Amazon admits its drivers sometimes have to pee in bottles. Wow, this is a very sad story. I mean, yeah. apparently this so, is something that's been true of delivery drivers for a long period of time, not just Amazon drivers, right? But it's yeah, you know, they're out delivering yeah. packages. All the stores around are closed, or they're in a rural area. I mean, what are you yeah. gonna do? So, I mean, it, it happens with, um, truck drivers too. Mm. Uh, so we have always done lots of road trips. I don't know. You, you're, are you a road trip? Yeah. Yeah. We've done done lots of road trips. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, 
So if you pay attention, I don't think this is true as much now as it was in probably the 80s and 90s, but you could sometimes see jugs of liquid thrown on the side of highways because drivers would be yeah. using those jugs and then did not need those jugs mm. anymore. And so they yeah. would discard them. Mm. Uh, and it was somewhat dangerous for the people that would, I've heard this story, uh, mow the, the grass yeah. there because those things would potentially go inside and explode yeah. inside. And then you'd have the liquid everywhere. Oh. Um, oh. And by liquid, I think, you know what I'm talking I do, about, but unfortunately, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so, brutal. Quite gross and unfortunate. Uh, but yeah, for them to have said like, that's not a thing. It's like, yeah. And, that, and that's the story, right? Amazon came out yeah. and said, Oh, Oh, this isn't a real thing. You really believe that. And then drivers started showing pictures and Amazon took a step back to their credit and said, no, yeah. okay. It is a real problem. You know, we're, we're aware of it. I mean, you've got a company that's a million employees. You don't think like something is happening and it might not even be you trying to force that issue right. to happen. Right. But it's a million people. Like yeah. you cannot know everything that happens everywhere yeah. with that many people. Yeah. I mean, even with like probably five people, yeah. uh, our family of four, I don't know everything that's going on all the time with everybody. Like, like it's just, I, that's why, I mean, I'm the same is. way. That's why every single afternoon I go upstairs and I go, okay, who am I taking where, what day? And, and my wife's like, it's the <laughs> same as every Tuesday. And I'm like, right. So where am I going again? again? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I'm glad yeah. you're, you're, I'm not the only one because I do that all the all time. The time. Like, all the time. Yeah. All right. So this last Weird and Wacky article was actually kind of unbelievable. Genesis broke a world record with the most drones in the sky. So this was announced, announcing their launch. I believe it was into China, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And they had thousands of drones. I don't remember the exact number in the sky. And they used 3,281, 3,281 drones in the sky. And they used them to make a message, like to form the Genesis logo and do some like video stuff. And it looks like a video, a giant video hologram in the sky. Like it is so futuristic, crazy looking. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, yeah, I love this. This is amazing. The the video almost looks like it was CGI. It really so does. So I would have loved to have seen it in person. Yeah. Because that would have been just a whole nother level of stuff. The one thing that I feel like the video is missing, though, mm-hmm. which would have been cool to see, is when the drones moved from one image to another. Yeah. If they would have kept the lights on. Yeah. And so you could see those streaks happening oh, as everything you can see rearranged. how they reposition. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been really, really neat to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they're just showing kind of the almost stills. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's not stills because they're moving the camera around, but uh, it would have been neat to see kind of that, that activity and that action of all those drones moving back and forth. Listen, if you don't look up anything else from this show, go look up that video on YouTube. It was unreal. It was so cool. Like this, like we need, we need fireworks shows that are all like, it's gotta be like fireworks slash drone shows. Like that's what we need. Yeah. That's the next iteration of this people. Whoever wants to start that company, I'll invest in that. Not that I have any money to do it, but I'll invest in that. Let's do that. So I'm just there, There's a lot of talk about people starting and, and already starting companies like that because, you know, one of the issues with fireworks is uh, the noise, right? Yeah. It disturbs people. And we've got a lot, you know, nowadays, a lot of veterans that have come back and they have PTSD yeah. and things like that. Yeah. And, and the lights and the noise really is bothersome to those folks. So imagine having a light show and not having to have the noise. And it looks right? like a like, hologram yeah. in the middle of the night sky. It's unreal. I'm just saying yeah, it's unreal. It's pretty so. awesome. Tech wreck, tech wreck.
Tech, time to get your tech wreck. Tech, 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 tech wreck. Chicky, chicky. Tech wreck. All right, Sanjay, it's Tech Rec time. What Tech Rec do you have for us today? So I've got a, a little site that I stumbled upon called Domain.Garden. So it's uh, that's the website. Okay. Domain.Garden. Domain.Garden. I did not okay. know .Garden was a top-level domain, no but idea. that's the exact point. Okay. You can put anything into Domain.Garden, and it'll go look and find uh, all the different crazy top-level domains that are out there and what? see if your word is available. Wow. I, I should actually do it. I haven't done it for together letters. I should do it for together letters and see if there's Yeah, I mean listen, man, we can have togetherletters.ninja, togetherletters.guru, togetherletters dot all the things that I don't want to buy that sound really gooberish. We could have it all all this. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> you, you could have dot best, dot, dot top, best. dot works, uh dot tools. I feel like dot bet like if you have a site that is dot best, I feel like you're just asking to get just egged or something? Is that even a possible? I don't even know. Like, it just feels wrong. To I'm me. assuming at this point, somebody has already registered. I am dot best, uh, mm -hmm. because that yeah. would be, I mean, why would you not? I am the dot best. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, clearly that's, I mean, that's what you got to do. So well, there you go. Okay. So what, what about you as, as you find your new domain name, what do you, what do you have? For Listen, us, I, I stumbled across this really weird website this week and it's, I don't know if I, maybe it's not really a tech wreck. It's more like a, like an interesting website diversion, but it's uh, life under the ice.org. And you go there and across your screen at the top is this like really weird looking creature that apparently lives 20 miles under the Arctic ice. And then you can like click and drag around and find other really funky, weird looking creatures. And it's just kind of interesting. Like I was just like, oh, there's life under miles and miles under ice. Like that's kind of cool. So, okay. Uh, so it's just a good diversion. That's all I got. I, I got, uh, I got other tech recs for next week, <laughs> but for this week, it's just a good, good diversion. So I mean, I, listen, I'll add in the tech rec occupy of, the time. I'll add in the tech rec of together letters. Like if you haven't already signed up to connect on together letters, then you need to go to togetherletters.com and sign up groups of 10 or less are free forever. Stay connected to your family, your friends, your study group, your professional peer group. I mean, whomever it is that you would need to stay connected to, like stay connected because everybody's getting off Facebook anyway. So I'm just, I'm just, and, and make sure you do the dot com and not dot ninja because we don't, yeah, we don't own together letters dot ninja because, well, we're just not going to spend money on that. So, or, or dot vote or dot cloud <laughs> or dot garden or any of those other ones. That's yeah. what we need. We need together letters dot garden. That, that's going to be, that's the next one. We're going to, we're going to call maybe, maybe what we should. Do is like get these uh, domains and then start the thing that goes with it. So together letters. So we'll create a, a like outdoor garden, uh -huh. and yeah. it'll be the together letters garden. Yeah. Then we'll have to get dot ninja. So we'll have to hire somebody that is the together letters ninja that yeah. just hides in places. Oh. And <laughs> you have to find them and take pictures of them or something. I love that. If one. you can take a picture of the together letters ninja. Uh, you get a free Together Letters account. I, that is a really good gimmick. Let's do that. So uh, yeah. I'll start working by, on my- By the way, all Together costume. Letters accounts are free, so- That's you know. also a good point. Yeah. Well played. All right, Sanjay, how can yeah. our listeners find and connect with you? They can find me on Twitter at Sanjay. That's S-A-N-J-A-Y. I actually have to spell it unlike Google. Uh, or on my website, sanjayparek.com. That's P-A-R-E-K-H. Uh, what about you, Adam? You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker. You can find me on my website at adamjwalker.com. You can find me on Twitter at Together Letters. That's really where I prefer you to find me is at Together Letters. And what I'd really like for you to do is tweet at us 
at Together Letters and let us know how you're going to create a Together Letter and who it's going to be for. That'd be really great. I'd very much appreciate that. And we'll, we'll retweet you. Then. And we'll retweet you. And we'll be your friends. <laughs> so you might not you might not want to do it then. If you don't want us as your friends. That felt like a kindergarten moment. And if you do this, will you be my friend? We'll be your friends. I'll be your friend. <laughs> I think they're listening to the podcast just to be our friend. So I think it'll work. It's good.